2: Welcome on at BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth together on a Tuesday here. We got a big show planned for you. 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Kenny Ducey's going to join us, uh, and then we'll be joined by the NBA insider Ryan McDonough coming up at 11. I'm sure he'll have a lot to say about the Celtics last night and that win, that comeback in the fourth quarter. Al Horford? Well, we got a ton to get to. A crazy baseball comeback in Chicago. I leave for one day yesterday. You got the Phillies in the World Series. We got a lot to get into. But Al Horford last night, what was that? I mean, Tatum hits the dagger, but th- that Celtics comeback and Al Horford, Joe. I didn't think old man Al Horford had that kind of game in him.
1: I was a little. Confused why you weren't here yesterday to take the victory lap on your Sixers. Now that's two two. How about this? Everything going down tonight is two two. Whether we yep. talk about the hockey, Aaron, or we talk about the basketball, Joe, it's all two two. So a lot of fun games. And uh, then I realized, oh. He didn't want to deal with me and the Embiid not winning the MVP thing. Oh. I've got to get to the reaction in your city because just from afar, it looks so damn silly.
2: I'm with you. <laughs> so, I,
1: I'm okay. with you on this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. I want to. I want to jump in on that as well. But yeah, Horford um, playoff game 132 in his career, and for the first time, he scores 30 and grabs eight boards. You got a Tatum good game. When you get one of these Tatum good games, you're going to have a chance and he's been a big story in this series which guy's going to show up from game to game.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Giannis, he just it's like he had nothing left. And yep. And now that we're a series and a half into the playoffs without Middleton, you you're really starting to see it. And I don't think it's just based on the results last night, the series being tied 2-2. It is funny. Um every time uh the reaction after a Bucks Celtics game, the team that won the most recent game, the recency bias is through the roof. It's like, oh, they're gonna win the series. Oh, they're gonna win the series. Now we're back. Now now everybody tonight, Aaron is back on. Okay. The Boston Celtics, they they tie it up and uh, they're gonna win the series.
3: Yeah. And I'm with you. It just seemed like Giannis ran out of gas and he needs help. He can't do this by himself, and we're starting to see it. Like he he just looked exhausted. And Al Horford, oh my goodness. Wow. I mean, he's practically our age and he's out there. Um, they needed someone to step up, and you know, he did it, and it's cool to see. So, but yeah, I mean, it is funny the overreaction, like nobody knows which direction this is gonna go, and it was looking like the Bucks were gonna win. Oh, <sighs> so um yeah, I mean, taking the Celtics as underdogs yesterday, that was profitable.
2: Yeah, it was. Uh, and then you know, you mentioned Joe looked like he was out of gas. Well, he doesn't have any help right now. Like anytime a star player goes out, the pecking order changes. And the pecking mm-hmm. order in, in Milwaukee is all out of whack without Middleton, the deeper we go mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Last night Drew Holiday was terrible, wouldn't he? Shoot five for twenty-two. Their second leading scorer last night was Brooke Lopez. Like, we don't, we don't need to analyze this any further. You're not going to win deep in the playoffs like this. I mean, Giannis last night, 34 points, 18 rebounds, looked out of gas at the end. He needs someone to step up and help him. It's not there. Like, if Drew's not having a big game, where are these points coming from? His second leading scorer was Brook Lopez. If that's the case, the Celtics are going to win this series.
3: And the Celtics actually played better without Robert Williams. I don't know if you guys saw this stat, but the Celtics minus 2.3 net rating with Robert Williams on the floor, plus 9.6 when he's off the floor in this series. So that actually helped them.
2: That's
1: interesting. What's more surprising, that game number five back in Boston in a 2-2 series, we have Giannis as a five and a half point underdog or where we are with the series price. Again, it's 2-2, two, two, and the Celtics are minus 200, where we were before the series started.
2: I think it's more surprising that we're 200 at 2-2. Two, two. Shouldn't mm-hmm. four games with the Bucks of winning two change a little bit? It, it uh, hasn't.
1: So.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. I would still – I still think the Celtics are going to win the series, but that's a big drop play, price to drop on a best of three, isn't it? Yes.
1: And so, again, with the recency bias, I don't, I'm not trying to take anything away from the Celtics. I mean, it was awesome, but don't expect another one of those Horford games. <laughs> don't oh, expect no. that to happen again. And you, you drop 43 in the fourth. That's why you won. That's the other thing. So I, I find that fascinating. I think that's, that's a, that's a big leap. Like I understand we, if we, if we're going to have three more games there, you got a couple in Boston and there's the advantage, but I don't know that it's a minus 200 advantage.
2: Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I would think it's, it's too big of a number. Uh, Celtics, big favorites in game number five coming up. The other NBA game last night. How about this? And I thought about it watching the game. Man, the Grizzlies played really well this year without John Morant. What they win? Like 80% mm-hmm. of their games without John Morant. Obviously, they lost last night, 101-98. But that took a good push at the end by the Warriors to finish that one, Aaron. 101-98. Yeah. They obviously don't cover the number without John Morant. They just win.
3: I think... And also a Golden State shot poorly. So imagine yep. if Jaw played. I think the Grizzlies are obviously better with Jaw, but perhaps better defensively without him. And then they also have to thank Dylan Brooks because he was really, really <laughs> oh bad. God. He's missed 35 of his last 48 three-pointers in the wow. playoffs, but he did hit a bucket at the end uh, to cover the second half line. So uh, he came up... Bad for the gambling world, but gosh, he's he's been terrible. He's a liability right now. I
1: mean, I keep it up. He is so frustrating. <laughs> I I know what he can do. He's just one of those guys you don't want him on your team. Like I I just don't want to deal with that and and the the dumb basketball. Like you just. I can't, man. I can't. Uh, yeah, I want to give Memphis credit. Like you look at where they were and how Golden State—they didn't lead until the very end of the game—and look what they needed from Steph, clutch time. He's outscoring the Grizzlies all by himself. They couldn't buy a bucket in the first half of this game. Like I want to give Memphis credit, but it th- isn't the takeaway all about Golden State. Like I got very disappointed in their effort, and, and they got away with one. Another yeah. one of these Warriors games. Aaron, I, I'd be a little concerned on this front with the future. Uh, another game in this series, and you look at the final score, and you're like, how? How?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They were on the wrong end of it in game two in Memphis when they kept it close and it couldn't hit anything, and we're just not used to this. They had another terrible shooting night. This time it was at home, though. And I, I don't know if it was lingering. like They they knew they didn't need their A game because Ja Morant was missing on the other side. I'm not quite sure. But one of the big takeaways has to be if Ja's out there, the Grizzlies are up in this series and they could quite easily have a, have a stranglehold on the series of the way things have fallen.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it really could because those first two games could have gone either way last night they golden state just got really lucky bad performance I mean if Jaw played I definitely don't think they're winning that game so I'm with you I am I have been worried I guess I mean you just never know like a, the old cliche a win is a win like they're they are winning so there is that but yeah I am worried for sure about my Warriors future
2: did we uh, get any clarification on the full extent of the John Moran injury? He, he's not coming back, right? That, that's the sense I got, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see, anything see anything concrete. There. That, But just the way they were talking yesterday, the, the way the Grizzlies spoke, the way Terrell Jenkins spoke, it didn't seem like this was like, oh, yeah, he's probably out there for game five. This seems like it's a problem.
1: It felt. It feels like if there's a chance that John's going to be out there in the series, that's how we would have heard about how optimistic they are moving forward. Right. I didn't hear much of that.
2: No, I didn't either. So they go well, down.
1: Yeah. The number came. Why did you guys think the number came down? So when we did the show yesterday, Joe G was sitting at 10 and a half. This closed nine and a half. Memphis with the easy cover. Uh, my play was on first quarter, plus three and a half. But it should have been money line because they ended up uh, yeah. winning that quarter. Um, but was that Steve Kerr related? I was just wondering. Oh, you guys ha- that.
2: Well, what else changed? He right? got you mean. We knew yeah. Ja was out. Yeah, I, I would guess that's it.
1: Because the the assumption was once we get closer to the game and then it becomes clear that Ja's definitely out, even though we knew that yesterday morning that the point spread would, would drive in the opposite direction.
2: It's got to be right? it would right? go up. Yeah, it's weird. We don't usually I mean, obviously the last two years with COVID, we've seen this a little bit, coaches, but like we never ha- we have these discussions, but they're like we can't quantify them, right? We you, and we could have a discussion how much a player is worth to the point spread because players get hurt. They miss games, right? We could say, oh, he's worth four points. He's out the spreadsheet. We, we do usually have these discussions with coaches, right? Why would coach be out? I, I guess Kerr's missed time in the past with his back. Remember that back in the day? He's had all those issues. Yeah.
3: yeah. But he's had a yeah, few surgeries. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, unless the bookmakers are looking at how Memphis has played well without jaw and were are like, maybe this is too much, too many points.
2: Well, um, I was right if that was if that was thinking because they covered it either it, way.
3: Exactly, obviously. exactly. I live in the
1: heat of the moment for a second with this question: Is Clay Thompson good?
0: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
2: He's good. Is he very good anymore?
1: <laughs> good now. Is he good now? Is he going to be good the remainder of their season? Oh for seven last night on threes. He has is a, a two for twelve game in this series. It's a three for ten. That's not clay.
2: I say this He's good in game one. I'm going to say this Maybe knowing here. that that they're the Warriors and it's almost like the the old Spurs or the old Bulls. Like you don't really count them out because that's who they are. There's like this DNA of winning. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't pick it up. They could get beat quickly by the, by the Suns, who I still think will win this. Or season. the Maps. Or the Maps. Right? But, but I, I, if it's the Suns, I think they could lose in five. Like, if, if he doesn't pick it up, because uh-huh. he's got to be better. I mean, he's just, right now, that's not good enough to beat a great team. All right, the, we'll get to the hockey in a second. Some great games last night, but can we just get a quick thought? Joe, you're there in Chicago. I just witnessed oh. this in Philadelphia last night. It was a six-run lead for the Phillies against the Mets last Thursday. Collapse. Bye. See ya. And the same thing happened last night. What happened in Chicago with the White Sox and the uh, and the Guardians last night?
1: So since they started recording the stat RBI, no player had eight RBI in a game in the eighth inning or later until Naylor last night, ever. Uh, it, it imploded. I, I know some White Sox fans are very upset about it. I look including at Gurch, it as you just, went, guy,
2: Gurch, you just put teams in a row.
1: Chill out, guys. Okay? Okay. Hendricks was bad when when you're used to him shutting things down. Hendricks has been great since he's gotten here. That's going to happen. Okay, fine. If that's how your six-game losing streak ended, you, you wanted it to carry over to seven at home. Uh, nobody was expecting this. Six runs late. You're booning it around in the field. You had four errors in the game. It was bad all around. You gave up 12 runs. I I mean, yeah, Sox fans are ticked off, but chill out. You guys are good. You're, you just won six in a row. Arrow's pointing up. You're the favorite once again in the American League Central. I don't know if that's going to change again. We'll see. Twins have a very advantageous schedule for the next month. But White Sox are in a good spot. And I'm I'm really thinking long and hard about White Sox 19-1 and World Series.
2: Yeah? You know what? Well, they have played better. You're right. And they did. I mean, the story that was lost last night was Kopech. His ERA's under one now for mm-hmm. the
1: season. And Lance Lynn will be back in a few weeks.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're minus one fifteen right now, and fans will to win the division. But that it's crazy. We've seen two of these. I wonder what the live line was last night because remember we mentioned huh. last week it was like fifty to one on the Mets at one point. I wonder what it was Guardians in that game. It, it, we've seen two of these within a week. It's it's that's usually happen like that.
1: Yeah, I wish we could pick these spots. Like there, there's nothing pointing to this game saying that's the one that's going to blow the big lead. Like I said, especially with the way the bullpen has gone, in particular Hendricks.
2: Hockey last night. How about that uh, Penguins-Rangers series? We, we talked about that before it started, Aaron. That was supposed to be the toss-up series. The Penguins have destroyed the Rangers here in this series. Every other series except, obviously, the Avalanche swept. But they all feel close. This Penguins-Rangers series doesn't feel close at all.
3: Yeah, the Penguins are just one of those teams that just seems to do well in the playoffs. <laughs> like, year after year after year. I don't know what's in the water there. But, yeah, they they're looking good.
1: Man, the uh, (laughs) so I I did not expect them to go up 3-1. I mean, you have the best goalie in the regular season on your side, and you're the Rangers, and now look what's happened. He gave up five goals in the second period last night. The Pens had seven different goal scorers. Uh, They scored seven in consecutive games, Mm -hmm. and they were an even money dog. It was a toss-up there, the overcashes. Pittsburgh goes up 3-1. The Avs sweep the Preds. That was not a surprise at all. And you know what? I mean, hey, <laughs> it was still like you can get it between three and four to one for them to pull off the sweep, even though most people expected. I don't know that a lot of people ended up betting on that one. So we have our first series. That's a wrap. And if you bet the puck line yesterday, oh, you got lucky. You got lucky with an empty netter in the final minute on Colorado. Another game that goes over. Uh, Aaron, Florida-Washington, my goodness. The Caps were this close to an empty netter going up 3-1 to one in the last couple minutes of the game. Florida gets in, they tie things up, and they take it in OT. That, that may have just completely flipped the series.
3: Yeah, I, d- I ended up uh, doing a Panthers-Flames-Avalanche-All-Money line. Then they all hit. Fun there we go,
2: play. little hockey money line. <laughs> All right, we got more hockey. We got some great guests coming up later in the show. We'll dive into the NBA series prices, and the goat is heading to TV. We'll hit that as well coming up on BQL Daily, right here on the BQL Network.